is up, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Sports and Stuff Podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Scafidi. It is 11.38 p.m. on June 15th. It is a Saturday. Um, so, for those of you who probably already know, um, after Game 6, or for Game 6, I was in Columbus for a baseball tournament, so I couldn't do a podcast after it. So that's why the podcast is coming late. But let's dive right into this. So the Toronto Raptors defeated the, the Golden State Warriors by a score of 114-110 to 110 to be the 2019 NBA champions. And I could not be happier. But I am happier, and we'll get into that part later. But first, let's talk about this game. So for the Raptors, Pascal Siakam, 26 points, 10 boards, 3 assists. Kawhi Leonard, 22 points, 3 assists, 6 boards. Marcus Gasol. Three points, nine boards, four assists. Kyle Lowry, 26 points, 10 assists, seven boards. Danny Green, zero points, three assists, one board. Off the bench, Serge Ibaka, 15 points, three rebounds, two assists. And Fred Van Fleet with 22 points, no assists, and two rebounds. For Golden State, Draymond Green, 11 points, 19 rebounds, and 13 assists. Andre Iguodala, 22 points, 3 assists, 2 rebounds, or 2 assists, 2 rebounds. Kevon Looney, 6 points, 4 assists, 3 boards. Stephen Curry, 21 points, 7 assists, 3 rebounds. Klay Thompson, who left the game with a torn ACL, 30 points, 0 assists, and 5 rebounds. Off the bench, DeMarcus Cousins, 12 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. And that highlights all the major things in the box score. Um, so Toronto won this in 6... Uh, this uh, series in six, and I was in my hotel room when it happened. I was just so ecstatic because Ding Dong, the Witch of the Wild West, is dead. And I was just so happy to watch Curry miss the game winner. I was so happy to watch Dream. I was just so happy to see all their faces when they realized that they lost the finals. And what makes me even happier is all the Warriors fans who said that in 2015 that injuries are part of the game and you can't count them against a team. Um, now that now they they lose two key guys like we did in 15, and they lose a series in six games, and they say, "Oh, we didn't have Clay. Oh, we didn't have Kevin." Well, first off. You acted like you didn't even need Kevin. You're like, "Oh, Kevin's a luxury. He he messes up Steph." Like, Kevin Durant has been so much... He's been disrespected so much by the fans of the Warriors and the Warriors' ownership and management, and even the players. For example, the fans, they all they do is vouch for Curry, and they say that Kevin ruins Curry's flow. They say that Curry's energy is more important than Kevin Durant. No, Kevin Durant's the best player on that team. He's a top three, two player in the game. Stop saying that Curry's better. So don't use that as an excuse. Cause because according to you guys, we couldn't use that as an excuse with Kyrie and Love around 15. By the players, back in November, Draymond Green in a practice got in a fight with Kevin and said, we don't even need you, bitch. And then he told him to leave the Warriors, which I hope he does leave the Warriors. So there's the example of the players going at KD. And then last year at the parade, Bob Myers, the GM, pretty much said that the Warriors, that um, Steph Curry is more important to the Warriors 
because Kevin Rant hopped on. Which, I mean, it's true that Kevin Rant hopped on, but Kevin Rant's more important than the Warriors. I mean, as you can see, Steph Curry doesn't have a legit finals without KD. I mean, just just think about that. So, that's just my spiel on the injury thing. I mean, obviously, like, I wanted the Warriors to win, or I, excuse me, I wanted the Raptors to win really bad. But I never wanted, I never wanted KD to tear his Achilles. I never wanted Clay to tear his ACL. I don't wish injury upon a player, and I hope no one would. Um, but, like I said, I couldn't be happier that the Warriors lost. Uh, the balance in the NBA has been restored. And it's going to be actually interesting when we're going to lead into this. Um, next year, the whole NBA is open because the Warriors have been taken down. The balance has been restored. But also, Kevin Durant and Klay Thompson will be out next year. So that leaves the NBA wide open. Like, this is going to be the first time really since the 20... I don't... When's the last time that, like, we as a fan base of the NBA didn't know for sure who was making the finals? I mean, that's really something you have to think about. Like, I think the last time that happened might have been 2009. Because 2010 through 2014, we knew the Heat were going. And in 2015 through... 19, we knew the Cavs were going, or through 18, we knew the Cavs were going. And then, like, along with those years plus this year, we knew the Warriors were going. Next year, like, yeah, we have an idea of who could go. But, like, this is going to be the first time since 2009 that we don't know for sure on, like, one team that's going to the finals. And that's just, I mean, that's just really exciting for me as a fan like, because I know my team, the Cavs, they're not going to, probably won't even make the playoffs. Like, they're not going to do anything. But, like, I can at least watch the league with some, um, like, not with, like, a feeling of not knowing who's going to be playing in June. Like, I have an idea, but, like, I don't, I'm not like, oh, it's for sure going to be these two teams, or for sure this team's going to be there. There's some suspense now. And I think that's really good for the NBA. Obviously, the reason why, part of the reason why there is suspense is because KD and Claire are out with devastating injuries, and that's not good for the NBA. But having suspense is good for the NBA, and I think the NBA's ratings will be up next year. Um. So now I'm going to dive into why I am I how I said I could be more excited if the Raptors won, but I actually am, and that's because. Today, the Los Angeles Lakers traded Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, and three first-round picks, including the fourth pick of this year's draft, to the New Orleans Pelicans for power forward Anthony Davis. And LeBron has another superstar in L.A. And I am thrilled about that. LeBron and AD in L.A., it's going to be a pretty powerful dynamic duo, but if you think the Lakers are done making moves, you're, you're sadly mistaken. Um, a lot of people say that the Lakers got fleeced. Personally, I don't think they did. Lonzo Ball, when he was coming out, I was a big fan of his just because I liked his game. I liked 
I liked how LeVar had a big mouth. But he hasn't really done anything in the NBA. And uh, I don't think... I'm, I think he could be a, like a decent player, but I don't think he's an all-star player. Um, Brandon Ingram, I don't think I think he'd be a decent player. I don't think he's an all-star player. Josh Hart, he's a good role player. And those three first-round picks that they're getting, the only thing that I think that will turn into something will be the fourth pick. But I don't really know who that would be because once you get out of the top three of this year's draft, you don't – like you have Zion, Ja. R.J. Barrett, and then from there it's kind of a crapshoot. Um, so that pick, like, that's hit or miss. And then the other two first-round picks that they'll, that they'll be getting from the Lakers are going to be low picks because the Lakers will be hopefully competing for chips. And um, so, yeah, did the Lakers give up a lot to get 80? Yeah, but I don't think it was a fleece. I think it was the right price to pay. Um, and they still kept Kuzma after all of it, too. So LeBron, Kuzma, A.D., Hopefully they can sign one or two more. I don't. I don't know what the cap is, where the Lakers sit with the cap. I know they have at least one a, a spot for one max player. And um, they'll be able to get other like non-max free agents too. I, I'm guessing. But it's gonna be really interesting to see who goes to LA with LeBron. We've heard rumors of Kyrie going to LA, and now the consensus is that he's gonna go to the Nets. Which, I really hope he doesn't go to the Nets, because that's kind of boring. Like, I think that's kind of a boring franchise to go to for Kyrie. Like, why go to the Nets? But, we'll see. I, I He'd be my top choice to go to L.A. with LeBron. If he went there, I would probably uh, poop my diaper. Um, But, you know, this is a big class. We have Kyrie, Kawhi. Um, Jimmy Butler, Kemba Walker, those are the, some of the top free agents. Um, the order of people who I'd want to go there would be number one, Kyrie, number two, Kawhi, number three, Jimmy Butler, number four, Kemba Walker. And then in like this, that second tier free agents they would get for, for the non-max contract, um, I would be ecstatic if the Lakers could sign J.J. Redick. And then you potentially have a lineup of Kyrie, JJ, LeBron, AD, or no, Kuzma and AD, or you could roll with a lineup of like a a veteran point guard, um, like with like a Rondo, and then like uh, so it'd be like Rondo, um, JJ Redick, LeBron, Kuzma, or, or uh, like a Kawhi Leonard, and then AD. Or you could roll out Kemba, JJ, LeBron, Kuzma, AD, or um, what was the third? Jimmy Butler. It would be uh, it'd be uh, Rondo or some other veteran point guard. Jimmy Butler, LeBron, Kuzma, AD, and then you could bring um, JJ Redick off the bench. Uh, but really, you could start LeBron at the point, and you could, if if they don't get a point guard, they could have like LeBron at the point. Redick at the two, and then if they get Jimmy Butler, they could put him at the three. Um, there's a lot you could do there, but yeah, I I hope that this is my order. This is my wish list for the Lakers: uh, Kyrie number one, Kawhi Leonard two, Jimmy Butler three, and Kemba four. If they get one of those players this off season, with okay, so if if you get if you get Kyrie or Kawhi Leonard. 
and that's all you do, and then you just sign veteran pieces, that's that's a fantastic offseason. If you get Jimmy Butler and or Kemba Walker, I think you got to pair them with a J.J. Reddick for it to be a fantastic offseason just because the tears of the power of a superstar that they are. But assuming that the Lakers get another star and then they fill in their roster with veteran shooting, I mean, I think they're going to storm through the West... Um, they're definitely going to be a top three team in the West. They'd probably make the finals. Um, they're already favored to win the finals, and they don't even have the other star. Or they already have AD, but they don't have like the third star yet. Um, so that's pretty exciting to watch this off season. Um, a lot of people say the NBA off season is more more uh interesting than the regular season, and really that's been true ever since KD went to the Warriors. Yeah, ever since Katie went to the Warriors, it's really been, the offseason's been more interesting because we already knew the Warriors were going to win. But this year, you know, it was a little bit interesting in the East because LeBron left, so that kind of opened it up. Kawhi went there. Um, obviously, it was like a more competitive Eastern Conference this year. And then KD goes down, so that opens up the finals, and the Raptors end up winning, so there's, there's a change in the NBA, something uh, happens. Um, I want to talk about the East for a second. How they say everyone says the East was so weak for so many weird years. We're like, yeah, the East has been weak. Well, this is what happened, right? Like, LeBron owned that conference so hard, where no one could beat him no matter who, and they said that the East is weak just because no one could beat LeBron. It wasn't that the East was bad; just no one could beat LeBron. And then all the people who couldn't beat LeBron went to the West. Paul George um, and other players like that. Who else went to the West? Paul George. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head right now. But anyway, like people were going to the West. Like free agents who may, who were in the West to begin with and that were maybe going to go to the East, they stayed in the West to avoid having to play LeBron. And I think that it's... Like, yeah, the West was a stronger conference, but the reason why is because of LeBron. And now LeBron's in the West, so he can prove his worth in the West. And uh, I think he's going to join Kawhi Leonard to be the sec- become the second player to win Finals MVP in both conferences. Um, so, yeah, it's just really interesting to think about the future of the league. Um. And really with KD and Clay, um, obviously people thought KD was going to go to the Knicks. But now that he's hurt, is he still, still going to leave? Um, Clay, a lot of people thought that he could leave, but I think the consensus is that he was going to stay. Now he tears his ACL. Is he going to stay? Is he going to leave? Um, if I had to bet money on what would happen... Clay stays, signs a pretty big contract, maybe a max. Um, I'd be shocked if he left. But in terms of Kevin Durant, that's that's really interesting because everyone was like, "Oh, he's gonna go to the Knicks with Kyrie." Is he maybe Kyrie can get him to go to the Nets? Who knows? But now Kevin Durant is sitting here with a torn Achilles, and he's gonna have to rehab for a year. He's gonna have to miss all next season. 
So if, if I'm Kevin Durant, I have a player option. I can either opt out, become an unrestricted free agent, and or I can opt in and make thirty-two million next year. Now, if he opts out, he he'd probably still get the max. I would guess, but I think the smart thing for Kevin Durant would to do would be to opt into the contract, take your thirty-two million guaranteed rehab the whole year with the Warriors, the people that you're familiar with, you've been there the past three years, but you're going you'll be going into year four. And then maybe get a ring. Like, I don't know, I don't I don't think the Warriors are gonna be any like they'll be good, but I don't think they'll be like elite next year. I think they'll be like a like a middle seed in the West. They'll probably get bounced in like the second round. Um, but you you could maybe sit there and hope maybe you could snipe a ring you know rehab make your thirty two mil and then bounce or you could stay and say hey look Curry needs me and then he could stay but I think his best his best option is to opt in take the money and get the rehab in a place where he's been the past three seasons. Um, so getting into the future of the podcast now the finals are over I can really kind of take this thing off like the way I want to um so I think I'm thinking about making it a weekly podcast and I'm thinking about recording them every Monday night so they'll be out Tuesday for you guys and it's going to cover like all sports mostly Cleveland you know mainly football basketball baseball obviously right now we're in the dead period of two of those sports even though the NBA is going to be kicking up with free agency here July 1 um, football, you know, there's always something to talk about, and then obviously it's baseball season, so I should have some good content to talk about. Um, so like I said, I'm going to probably record them Monday, and they'll be out Tuesday, hopefully, every week. Um, I guess I could, to wrap up the show, I could talk about the Stanley Cup Final. I didn't, I don't really know much about hockey, like the NHL. But the St. Louis, Louis Blues defeated the Boston Bruins in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final on Wednesday night. And that was the Blues' first championship in franchise history. Um, obviously, it's really exciting for a team to win a hockey championship because I feel like every year I watch Center and you see the people celebrating it and it's like the craziest parade and party by the players at all the sports. Um, so yeah, I don't really know much about that other than I'm happy Boston lost because if they would have won baseball, football, and hockey on one year, I would kind of have been pretty pissed. Um, so yeah, just a lot of exciting stuff going on in world sports right now. Um, so hopefully I'll see you guys on Tuesday. Should I do one this week? Yeah, I'll put one out this week. So... Look look for a pod to be up on Tuesday. That would be June 18th. Yeah, Tuesday, June 18th. I'll try to get one out. And then from there, it'll be every Tuesday. Um, so, yeah. Once again, that was another episode of Sports Stuff Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anger Podcast. Um share with your friends and I'll see you when I see you.